If you're thinking, I should go for a run today, but it looks like it could rain, Sierra says, save on epic rain jackets. If you're also thinking, but I can't go out in these beat up old running shoes, Sierra says, save on top brand running shoes. And if you're still thinking, but I'm also busy performing brain surgery, well then we say, you really should have led with that. Sierra, let's get moving to your local store, like now, go. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We interrupt the usual podcast broadcast with an apology and a very important public service announcement. In last week's episode, we spoke about babies' foreskins, and we've had a lot of correspondence about what to do with them, as me and Josh had no idea. Only clean what is seen, in brackets, unless something has obviously made its way in there. Foreskins are fused to the glands until they are older. They naturally detach as kids age. Forcefully retracting an infant's foreskin can cause scar tissue. I don't know why I'm laughing. Leave their dicks alone, people. Hello, I'm Josh Whittacombe. And I'm Rob Beckett. Welcome to Lockdown Parenting Hell. The show in which Rob and I discuss what it's like to be a parent during lockdown, which I would say can be a little tricky. So, in an effort to make some kind of sense of the current situation... And to make me feel better about my increasingly terrible parenting skills... Each episode we'll be chatting to a famous parent about how well they're coping. Or hopefully not. And we will be hearing from you, the listener, with your tales of lockdown parenting woe. Because, let's be honest, none of us know what we're doing. Hello, you are listening to Lockdown Parenting Hell with... Josh? Josh? I don't know. I read a come. I read a come. Well done. Oh, wow. I like that, Josh. Yeah. That was a child teaching a child. Exactly. That was a recording of my four-year-old Thomas asking my one-year-old Benji to say your names. Now I'm regretting asking him that he won't stop saying your names. Gemma from Brackley, not Broccoli, in North Hants. Brackley, North Hants. Um, also, it felt weird your name being whispered, almost like you were being dobbed in for something. It was Josh Whittacombe. <laughs> Shh, don't tell Josh Whittacombe that pulled back the baby's foreskin. <laughs> we had a lot of messages about that, so I thought yeah. it would be better off just to address it early doors. Do yeah. not leave baby's foreskins alone, clean them when they're older, is basically the, the, the message. Yes, totally. Can I also just say one thing? Can yes, I say I thank you to Ian Sterling? Because we've just got an email, Rob. Yeah. Four different stories have come from the fact that we talked to him. All in right. the Metro, Mirror, Digital Spy, and a different one in the Metro. What, oh, well, so we're getting sort of mainstream press because of Ian and I, Laura's yeah, fame. That, I just, I'll be honest with you. Yeah. 
I'm not sure why I would have done the interview if I was Ian Sterling, if I knew that everything I said was taken. So thank you to him. Yeah, but then I don't think he, 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 he can't do anything without it being taken out of context. So it's no, exactly. I'm, I'm not saying it was it. taken out of context, obviously, but you know. Um, no, but it's been ta- anything you say is, is just sort of t- taken and reprinted if you're in the yeah, public eye. Hell, Rob. I'm so glad that the press don't give a flying fuck about me and you. <laughs> They really don't, do they? They couldn't give a shit, man. No, but it depends. When I did that BBC One show with Jerry Hallowell, they start to sniff around because Jerry gets the headlines. Yeah. So Yeah, um, exactly. But no, I'm, I'm quite happy not to... Uh... I'm quite happy to be the Everton of television, Rob. Do you know what I mean? Josh Whittacombe, the, ever, the ever-present. He's been there, like Everton, haven't been relegated, constantly there, underachieving. Constantly there, disappointing no, no, their fans. <laughs> Week in, week Constantly out. Constantly there. Underachievement's unfair. Constantly there, just not quite getting into Europe. Yeah, you know. I think that's unfair, Josh. I think you're an excellent broadcaster, Josh. Always been a fan of yours. Yeah, but you know, I'm happy being Everton and knowing that, you know, I'm sniffing around, but I'm never Claudia Winkleman. Do you know what I mean? No. I think I've got potential to be a bit of Leeds United. Absolutely flying high, then gone for a couple of yeah. years, but will crawl back out. <laughs> I'll never be defeated. <laughs> You might shake me off for a bit, but I'll be sniffing around. I'll start pretending I like cooking and doing a cookery book or something. <laughs> How are you, Rob? I'm good. I'm not too bad. I've uh, I had I had my Pfizer jab. Oh, Pfizer up at the weekend. How was it? Um, well, this is what you got to do. It's a little tip to any uh, parents out there. I got my Pfizer jab, then immediately um, it doesn't have to be a Pfizer. I just got a jab. That's what yeah. I had, um, and then immediately went to the pub and got pissed. How did that go? Right. Great, because the next day I was allowed to sleep in and fall asleep on the sofa because I had side effects of a jab. Oh, Rob, Rob, Thank Rob. Thank you. That is phenomenal. I'm myself. That yeah. is phenomenal because then Lou was like, oh, are you all right? Have a little lie down if the jab. I went, yeah, I think it's just, it's not me sideways. <laughs> yeah, it's really, whoa, bloody hell, them bloody doctors. Woo, eight pints of morality. What? Nah, probably wasn't that. It was the old jabby. Oh, the old jabberino. Your so, uh, life yeah. is brilliant. <laughs> How are you, Josh? You're the you're the one with the newborn. What's Week happening? Week two of parenting. Of double parenting. Double um, double parenting. Oh, How's yeah. it going? Absolutely effed, Rob. <laughs> you're effed. I'm completely. Are you effing effed or just effed? I'm effing effed. I'm knackered. I'm absolutely knackered. <laughs> What's your routine? What's your schedule like? Oh, there's no routine. <laughs> Oh, um, <laughs> it's just I so no, but what's your? I know the baby hasn't got routine, but what's your sort of divvying up of uh, duties? So I'm obviously doing almost all of the my daughter, my three year old daughter, yeah, looking after. Yeah, obviously because uh, Rose had a C section, so she's still recovering. Yeah, from but surgery, also because of the breastfeeding thing. Oh yeah, is I think we've established that it's better to both go one on one than go two on two. Oh, yeah, so you just divide and conquer. Yeah. So yeah. last week, um, I took my daughter for her first Nando's and her second Nando's, Rob. That's how low I am on ideas. I went for two Nando's last week. <laughs> Krispy Kreme? Or is she still no, trying Krispy to play Kreme, that cool Rob, card? So she's got that anecdote in her pocket, right? <laughs> Actually, multi-generation of non-Krispy Kreme eaters in this house. Exactly. From father. What about your parents? Have they had a Krispy Kreme? I can't imagine they've got it down there, have they? Probably not, Rob. So not in Devon. They won't have it in not Devon. In so Devon. that's three generations. Oh, well, They've only just got the mini ones from Sainsbury's. <laughs> or the, <laughs> exactly. the Sainsbury's soft cookie that come out mid-noughties. <laughs> Um, <laughs> yeah, multi multi generation non crispy cream. Did she enjoy none though? Yeah, she loved it. That's why we went the second time. 
Wow, what does she have? What's her What's her order? Uh, chicken, chips and broccoli, her choice. Didn't eat it, but she did choose it twice. Oh, that's that's encouraging. Yeah, which is a step in the right direction, right? My kids hate Nando's. Can I tell you why? Why? Was because when I took them when they were babies, I ordered hot wings oh, right. and I was eating them and then they wanted something moved on their corn on the cob. I picked up the corn on the cob. They had hot mouth. Oh, And they screamed... Right. And screamed and screamed oh. because I had hot on my fingers and now they hate, they actually call it the spicy place. <laughs> oh, no, not the spicy place, not the spicy chicken. And I'm like, oh. it's not all spicy, you pick. I just did it wrong as a dad. <laughs> oh, what a thing to ruin for their child. I've ruined Nando's for my kids. Um, So that was, I've written some things down, Rob. Okay, yeah, go on and talk me through. So you've been to Nando's twice. So yeah. do you want the good news or the bad news of my life? Good news first, then loads of bad, please. I think I speak for everyone listening. I've got a new bin. <laughs> okay. Okay. The, the bad news is going to be good. I'm looking forward to this. <laughs> if, this is, if this is the good news. We've finally got a second bin. Now, I know we do too much bin chat, Rob. You might accuse us. I thought us. I'd lost my bins earlier, but Lou, Lou had put them somewhere else because I was away last week. All eight of them? No. Well, no. Only, you only ever really deploy half. So, uh, yeah. Having a second baby in nappies qualified us for a second bin from Hackney Council. Really? Was, yeah, week one, I was like a rat up a drain pipe, went straight <laughs> on the website, give me my second bin. Wow, I didn't know that. Yeah, and I've also got a food one now, so we put the food waste in the food bin. Oh, wait, was you not doing that before? Uh, we had one, but it had, uh, we'd lost it. You'd lost it. Oh, okay, so now you've got a new food bin. So you're, you're recycling. You might say, Rob, that what we talk about on here is mundane and pointless. And I had a real yeah. moment when I realised that yesterday. Um, so I went to a four-year-old's party with my daughter, right? Yeah. And, um, uh, so we went to that and the the street that they'd said was parking on, there was no parking and and my daughter was getting. Do you know where there's parking, mate? Where? Zone five. Yeah, I bet there's parking in zone five, mate. I bet there is. Three miles of it. Miles of the stuff. Sorry, carry on. So in the end, I parked in a pub car park that was for patrons only. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. But I had no choice because she wanted to get to the party. I wanted to get to the party. Yep. It was a pay and display, and you could okay. then redeem your pay and display by going in and buying a drink. And I was like, I'll go in and buy a drink on the way back from the party. Okay. I think that's fine. You're, you're technically a patron. You're exactly. just denying it. Exactly. Well, as it turned out, when we went back in, I said, can I get my parking validated? And he said, don't worry. It's totally fine. So it was all fine. But when I was oh, at the party... Good. Yeah. I was talking to someone and he said, where do you live? Or whatever. We got onto the fact I'd driven there and I said, I'm a bit worried actually. I'm parked in a patron's only car park next to a car. <laughs> and then I said, because I'm always thinking about what, what there is to talk about on this pod. More or less to myself as much as him, I said, but then, you know, if I get fined, it's an anecdote. And he said, not a very good one. He's not wrong. He's not wrong. He's 100% right. It's the way you tell him. But I thought, this podcast has completely ruined my my compass for what is a good anecdote anymore. (laughs) Because I'm getting a new bin and thinking, fucking great, here we go. Oh, God. Content, content, content. content. 
<laughs> what is wrong with us, Rob? No, but I think though why this podcast works is that there'll be the it, that's not a great anecdote you'd start off in the pub with. However, if you're talking to other people about how shit their week's been because they've got children now and it's ruined everything, yeah. that will make them feel better. Yeah, exactly. Like, yes, I did have a nightmare trying to take my kids swimming because I wore three layers and I got too hot and I weren't allowed to take my jumper off because of COVID and I got really sweaty and upset. But Josh Whitcomb got fined for using a car park for patrons only. It's a happy world we do. Sure, it's exactly. not an anecdote on its own. No, but... it's, it's not going to make it into the metro, Rob. No, exactly. Maybe but this is it. why they're not printing our stories. Because <laughs> people don't give a shit about do you know what you need, you need? You need to start doing framing umbilical cords, mate. Yeah, exactly. I do need to start framing umbilical cords. <laughs> Let's move on to how bad my week's been, Rob. Okay. So we've bought a cot. We've been advised to buy a cot to go next to our bed that I would say is the biggest piece of fucking shit I've ever bought in my life. Well, why, why, why is it different to like a, a, any other cot? Because I've tripped over it 67 times because the legs stick out. I'm going to send you a picture, Rob. We've had to move the bed further towards the window, meaning that when I get out of bed in the morning, I basically have to shimmy down the side of the bed between the bed and the window. So imagine uh, yeah. you walk into my bedroom. Also, you're quite, you're very lean, you're a very lean person. Would, would, would a fat man get stuck? I've been, I've been, I'm not going to lie, Rob. I've been on the carbs for the last two weeks because I'm so tired. I'm less lean than I was. Uh, have but you put yeah. on a few pounds, Josh? I have put on. I, I have put on a slight few pounds. Yes. Oh, it's okay though, Josh. You, you need it to get through the night. So I'm going to show you, Rob. First, the legs of this thing that I've tripped <laughs> yeah. over a hundred times, and then I'm going to show you what it was like originally when we put it in our room. And how little space I had to shimmy past. This is what you have to shimmy past. Not on my side of the bed. This is to get into the room from the door. <laughs> Send it. We can stick it all on the Instagram, yeah. can't we? Right? You can see that protruding leg. Yeah, that is in the middle of the night. Once you get past the first leg, the second leg, between the leg of the cot and your chest of drawers, you are looking at a two plank of wood space there. I'd say that's yeah. what, about 10 inches? Yeah, that's what we've managed to achieve by basically cutting off any side next to my bed. Now let's oh, look... So that, that's when it moved? Yeah, this is what my bedroom looked like uh, on the first day of having a baby. <laughs> that is, is that as you walk in? That's as you walk in. <laughs> There's, there is no space. There's literally no space. And you've had to move your little chaise long thing. Is that normally in front of the fireplace? Uh, well, we've moved that because Rose bought a sofa to go at the end of the bed, but then hasn't sold the chaise long yet. So we've now got... <laughs> is that trying to get a baby to sleep in? Step toe and touch, sons. Lock up. <laughs> if anyone wants to buy that chaise long, it is available. <laughs> How much? Oh, it's quite pricey. I'll fucking pay you, mate. <laughs> Just basically, if you've got a van and an afternoon spare, yeah, sure. come and get it. No, no, that but... that cot is too big, Josh. It's too big, so I've bought. An- I've had to buy another cot. Oh, why? Because it's just too big. Because I can't live like this for six months. Because <laughs> even my daughter has been tripping over it, Rob. So, <laughs> so she's angry at the cot. She's tripping over it. We're all tripping over it. And also, it's a space where I'm carrying a baby. It feels to me. Why would the le- why would your, the legs of a cot ever be bigger than the cot? It's mad. so these it legs you might see they've got a hinge, which means <laughs> that they fold in, right? Yeah, but they don't hold fold in. So they hold they fold in, and then they on a spring they'll slowly move back into position <laughs> over about thirty minutes. What? <laughs> oh, why? Why would you need it to ping out? This is ridiculous. It's absolutely unbelievable. We had a cot 
thing that went to the side of bed like that, but it weren't as big as it. I've never seen anything so big. No, I know. It looked, do you know what it looks like? It looks like a sort of, you know, like really fat people that can't leave their bedroom. It looks like a chair they sit on to shit and then roll back into bed. <laughs> It's very medical. It does. But basically, the pit, the way it was before, before you moved to bed, you literally cannot get in the room. No. With the bed moved, there's still not enough space, really. No, there's not. And there's no room on my side of the bed either. And also, not. it's not like you're trying to go around an inanimate object. At any point, if you touch that cot, the baby's awake. Exactly. The pressure. It's like, it's like you know entrapment with the lasers when they're trying to steal something. <laughs> oh, Josh. It's oh. those sort of things, isn't it? Yeah. You just forget about it. You can be so prepared and then something like that will ruin your own life. Yeah. Completely ruin your life. And then you're staring at a chaise lounge. Exactly. So I've I've bought a thing called a snuzz pod. Snuzz pod. I think we've got... Uh, that's what we had, a snuzz pod. Yeah. Well, I'm building the snuzz pod this afternoon. Yeah, well, uh, we bought a snuzz pod and they were really good. We've lent it to our, fr- to our friend, but you could have had it if you asked oh. earlier. Well, I'm going to do a build this afternoon. No, they're really good snuzz pods because it's not as big and it, it goes straight down. So there's nothing to trip over. Yeah. Yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. That's what I need. It's got it's got a traditional leg. It, who needs a traditional leg? Do you know what I mean, just tapered. That's a tapered, yeah. tapered's always better than it's got you've basically got a boot cut cot. <laughs> your, your, your cot's got a boot cut leg. You're gonna trip over it. You'll have them little bits at the back that were like Simon Cow and he treads them down. I hate that. People with boot cut jeans oh, where the back God. gets trod down. Oh, my worst, God. The it's... worst is people that have their wallet in the same pocket and then they get holes in their pocket. Oh, Rob, don't. Just you... take a bag, you dirty little grunger. Oh, I couldn't <laughs> agree with you more. I couldn't agree with you oh, more. Oh, his Jan Sport backpack on and his wallet on a, on a on a chain making holes where you sit down. It must be uncomfortable. If it's ripping holes in your clothes, it must be uncomfortable to sit on, surely. Yes. Jesus Christ. Anyway, just well, I think that snuzz pod's away. For you. Well, you have to sell that one. That looks like a- I'm not going to sell it, Rob. I couldn't do it to anyone. I couldn't do it. <laughs> um. Anyway, that wasn't even the lowest point of my week. Oh, what, what what else has happened, Josh? Come on. So, I'd say Saturday was a bad day, Rob. <laughs> Always is, isn't it? Yeah. It's full of promise. So, I should say one of the main positives is my daughter has just been really. So- you back to yawn? You what? Sorry. You sounded like that to yawn. No, 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 no. I was just... Uh, yeah, just just how you are now. Just, just, that's just what I, I am. That's what I sound like I'd now. say last night the baby woke up every hour to every two hours. Is it? Are you feeding the baby with bottles? Is it all or boob at the it, moment? It's rose at the moment. Um, yeah. But we've... we've We've experiment. We've got the. We've got some milk that we're going to try in a bottle, but we didn't feel the middle of the night was the time to uh, gamble on. That, it. Well, that's the thing. Sometimes, you think, like, if you give them a big bottle, a big feed, it, um, well, they they sleep all through the night, and then everyone's happier. You'll get look, mate. I'll say this. I'll have the fucking tip police on me and telling me how much breastfeeds no, the best no, thing no, ever no, and all that. And no, that no, does no. my nothing. Do what you want to do. Do you know what I mean? But I'm sick of getting told off. I, I'll be honest with you, Rob. Yeah, it's not. It's not the time for. Um, it's not the time for um, a debate on breastfeeding. Not not at one a.m. in my bedroom. It's not the time for it. <laughs> yeah. um, no, but we've we've expressed milk with. What, let's be honest, we've got a great new expresser. Last time's expresser was rubbish. This is expresser. Is it a mechanical one? Is it that one that goes on the boobs and goes? Yeah, but Rob, this this fits in the bra, so you can walk around expressing. <laughs> You could go to the shop expressing. It sounds like drama school. Let's walk around expressing myself. I'm like, literally expressing myself, guys. Exactly. <laughs> You're so uptight. I'm literally expressing myself right now. 
I couldn't express myself anymore. Lou expressed herself once when I went to Arsenal game for my birthday. She yeah. came along and had to go to the toilet to express the milk at half time. Amazing. <laughs> and the only one who expressed himself at the Emirates that day, I'm telling you. <laughs> but um, we're, I don't want to be uh, on vogue and, um, you know, a bit of the moment. But there are worries of tongue-tie going on, Rob, if I'm honest with you. Oh, there's tongue-tie worries. The reason we're recording late uh, is I was on the phone to the um, the lactation specialist, and I think we're going to have to get the tongue-tie sorted. Oh, well, well at least you know. But like, I think uh, my firstborn was tongue-tied, but we never got it sorted. And then she, we just banged her on a bottle. But that was for the best yeah. of everyone and yeah. the mental health of the family. Yes. Um, but if you do bang on the bottle and the formula, there's that, um, oh, well, I can't remember what it's called now, that we're like, because normally it's so hard, you have to like get everything to room temperature, but you put the empty bottle underneath and say you're doing four scoops, you press press four and it gives you the exact amount of water and then you put the four scoops in, shake it around, put it underneath and it fills it up to the right level of water at the exact right temperature. Oh my word. And it was, ama- it was the best money I've ever spent. But um, yeah, they're great. They're about, about 100 quid or something. What but I, worth that's it. what I need is to spend some more fucking money. <laughs> Oh, she can't drink that free stuff in your boobs, can she? Brilliant. 100 quid on that, Amazon. At least they've got somewhere to put all the cardboard. Oh, Joshua. So let me take you through Saturday quickly. Yeah, sorry, go. Let's do Saturday something. morning. We've got a big weekend planned. Me and my daughter are doing some gardening. That need We need to pot some plants out. And then we're going to her friend's birthday on the Sunday. Then it turns out, She's left, well, she's, it's not her fault. I've left her wellies at nursery. Oh. I'm like, that's fine. It's good to get out of the house anyway. We'll just go to the Westfield and buy some new wellies. The last, that's what I need to do is buy another <laughs> version of something I've already got. Yeah, because you've not spent much this week, have you? No, exactly. If in doubt, though, with a newborn, just, you know, if you're going to have to, sometimes you do just have to overspend. I'd say 80% of the stress of my daughter is our disputes over her refusing to wear clothes. But why couldn't she just wear trainers to do the, the, the plant potting? Because uh, also she was going to this birthday party in the park, so she was going to oh, need right, more wellies. Okay, so she needed some wellies for that week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, she then refused to put her trainers on. She was like, I'm not going to put my trainers on. I was like, well, we're not going to go to the Westfield then. Yeah. Um, and then she was like, can you carry me to the car? And then I'll put them on. And cause I was really tired. I decided to make a point on this, which was the biggest, st- I should have said, yes, that's fine. <laughs> yes. Thank you very much for um, that offer. I will yeah, take, I'll I will take that. that thank sugar. you very much dragons. Thank, yeah. Thank you very much dragons. Even Sorry, <laughs> 3% for 20 quid. Yeah. I'll take that at this point. Yes, please. So, but anyone like a chaise lounge around here? <laughs> Get two. I've got another one, probably. Rose has probably ordered another one. That's not a problem. Don't worry, we got a newborn. Keep buying stock that you can't sell because you're uh-oh, not online. Um, so you refused to carry her, so you made her walk. Yeah, what an idiot! What an idiot! So we ended up in basically a standoff, Rob. Okay. You know, normally when a child loses their call and you give them some time out, I had to give myself some time out, Rob, because. I could feel myself getting too angry. I basically went and sat on the stairs myself. <laughs> and what did she do? She just carried on cutting up paper, which was what she wanted to do in the first place. So, so she's cutting paper in the kitchen and you're st- sat on the stairs. I'm sat on the stairs giving myself some time to cool down because and I've what lost. What are you saying to yourself at this point? Anything? Or is it just I was just silence? like, you've got to get a handle on this. It really doesn't matter as much as you think. <laughs> 
but, but partly going, but you can't back down. Yeah, that's the problem, isn't it? You've set yourself up there. Oh, mate. Because then she wins, isn't she, if you carry her? Yeah, and so it was just... And there's nothing worse than losing to someone, and whilst you're losing to them, you're holding them and carrying them to a car. Exactly. In the end, it, it, it turned out that we both lost. Oh. Which was, uh, which was good. Because then I went back, and I was like, right, I'll carry you to the car, and then you put your shoes on. And then she put her shoes on anyway, and I ended up carrying her to the car with her shoes on, which was the worst of both worlds, Rob. It was a completely <laughs> needless situation. Yeah, but then you got us some wellies, though. Got us some wellies. And also that filled some time, taking them out. Filled some time, went to the bookshop, you know, and we went to Nando's. And that was our day. And then in the evening, Rob. Yeah. So did either of your daughters, were they those babies that give you some time to yourself? I've got friends whose babies sleep in the evening. No, so our firstborn basically slept all day, up all night. Yeah, that's what we're looking at here. Yeah. yeah. The second one was a bit better, but not great, but better than the first. Like, she literally would just all day, people would come round, see her and go, she's so cute, can I have a hold? And she'd be an angel all day and then got to eight o'clock, wide-eyed, ready to go. Oh, that's so good to hear. It was horrible. Because I've got friends who've got newborns and they're like, go out for dinner and stuff. And I just want to... Fucking they go out for them. dinner. Yeah, they'll be what, like with the baby. No, they'll be like, you know, I've got a baby of three weeks, but I'll leave my mum some milk because they sleep from seven till eleven. And oh, you're like, what? Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to watch Gods of Snooker in the evening while this baby <laughs> cries. Like we're trying to watch Gods of Snooker, which is a three-hour documentary <laughs> about snooker, isn't it? About snooker. It's not Gods Play Snooker, like a celeb spin-off. <laughs> No, I would commission it. Yeah, I'd watch that. So up all evening and then we get to sleep at 11. He wakes up at one, feeding. And then when he wakes up, Rose thinks she's heard some movement in the house. Like as if someone's broken. Yeah, as if someone's broken. They obviously haven't, Rob. They obviously haven't. Oh, God. No, no, but you've got to check, haven't you? Because she's heard it. And I obviously am totally terrified. Start convincing myself I can hear movement in the house. Yeah, so what are you, are you tooling up? Are you, what, are you naked? you got pants on? Well, talk me through your, your uh, setup. I'm just in pants, but then when I think they're in the house, I do put a T-shirt on as well. Have some <laughs> dignity. Just, just for dignity-wise, you don't yeah. want to be bludgeoned, topless. Exactly, exactly. Do you the- pick up a stick or something, or... I considered a pint glass, but I thought that's too like I'm a football hooligan. Also, I think it would be do, do more damage to your hand than their head. Yeah. So in the end, I didn't go tooled up. I did. So I, I go for a look around the house. It's completely terrifying. <laughs> are you? How are you out of? How are you in those situations? Oh, exactly the same. And I just sort of think there's no point in me going down. We might as well both go together because all that's going to happen is you're just delaying your attack. They're just they're going to do me <laughs> and then do you like. We might as well go together, and at least it's two on one, hopefully. But like, just there's no. I'm not going to do anything. You know, I like to think I could, but I'm not really yeah. that guy. The only hope would be that they'd come for us in the bedroom and fall over the cot. That would be the only hope. <laughs> yeah, and you could just like trap them with a chaise lounge. Yeah, exactly. Pin them down. Pin them down. <laughs> what a nine 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 call that would be. Um, <laughs> They're not there, obviously. <laughs> no, there's no one there. There's no one there. What was the noise, or was it just in her head? It was very weird. It's been very windy over the um, last couple of days, hasn't it? Yeah. So I just think it was a window or something. Anyway, by that point, I'm so wired that I can't get back to sleep till 4 a.m. Oh, no. Yeah. Absolutely God. the worst experience. Just lying there thinking, I really need this. 
Would it be a good time to tell you I'm having some of the greatest sleeps of my entire oh, life? Oh, for F's sake, Rob. Just I found a new routine. What's your new routine? Uh, basically, first of all, don't have a newborn. <laughs> it's quite key, so you might have to wait a bit. Okay. But no phone an hour before bed. You can lay in bed and read or watch telly, but yep. no phone. That's because good. Because it, it turns out, you know, scrolling through the sort of news, researching the Indian variant is not yeah. very conducive to, you know, anxiety-free sleep. So now I don't do that and I've, I've been sleeping really well and I've got new pillows. Yes. Right. Do you know what, Rob? That's so good. The other night I lost sleep because the, the phone thing, You, I mean, I don't know if you're aware of me, Rob. I do worry a lot about my career. I don't know if yes. that's come across. Yes, you do. And I, do you know what? I, I do too. Not about yours, about mine. <laughs> um <laughs> why you agreed to do this with me wasn't it yeah yeah i've been a bit concerned but this seems to be going well you're happier now no but um, about mine but i've got a bit i think i've got a bit better and i think you have got a bit better but then when you're tired and stuff and you've got a new baby sometimes those anxieties can creep back in you're only as good as your circumstances sometimes so you're bound to feel a little bit more vulnerable now that you're tired and exhausted oh, rob the other night what did you do twitter search your name no no i wouldn't i would never do that i would never what, do never that. No, I've, I've never done that. I couldn't. You've never do that. done that ever. No, I couldn't do I, that. I did it once. It was awful, especially if you're your Rob Beckett. Just to double check. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just 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 seeing how you're getting on. No, if you type in Rob Beckett and shit, you get stuff from years ago. Oh it all crops up. But yeah, I don't do that anymore. No, I couldn't do that. The yeah. thought of you typing in Rob Beckett and shit is <laughs> all wanker, fat twat, <laughs> stuff like that. <laughs> it's all there. The internet, oh. that, the internet never lies. Um, so, so what would you do? The internet does lie, Rob. It um, does. That is one of the main problems with the internet, isn't it? It's only humans. It's it's only, the, the internet, for all its faults, can only reflect humanity, Josh. Oh, yeah, that's true, you know. Yeah, is it? You God, can't blame, you know. point about humanity, though, isn't it? It's terrible, isn't it? But that's prob- the good thing was, before the internet, you know, those lot of nutters kept themselves to themselves. Exactly. You weren't really aware of them unless you were, like, pissed up in a dodgy pub. Now, everyone's got a voice. And do you know what? Everyone shouldn't have a voice. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. So the other <laughs> night, I had my phone next to the bed. Yep. And um, I was in a... I continued a conversation with someone who works in TV who, a, a commissioner, shall we say, that was just yep. like a friendly conversation. You've taken, you've taken work to your bedroom. I've taken work to my bedroom. But it wasn't work, but also the fact that a commissioner makes it always work, doesn't it, Rob? Of it course, makes... because you can never relax, can you? You can never relax. you're technically a boss or someone, as you're a freelancer, it could be your boss or employee you one day. Yeah, exactly. And then the conversation came to potentially a natural end, but could have continued, but on my text... And then I just got it in my head that, oh my God, they haven't replied. Oh my God, my career's over. Oh my God, I shouldn't have, I should have, I should have ended the text with a question to keep the conversation going. Oh my God, this is, what am I doing? And that was another night that I couldn't get to sleep. I've had a terrible week for sleep, Rob. You really have, haven't you? Yeah. If this makes you feel better, I had a meeting with BBC Two people, a production producers for BBC Two shows. They were talking about gardening and if I like gardening, say so I want more gardening shows and talking about. I like, like gardening, Rob. <laughs> they went, you know, because I, you know, because we've got Monty Don, and I went, "Who's Monty Don?" And they went, <laughs> "Oh, Rob." You? They went, "What do you mean?" I went, "I've got no fucking idea who Monty Don is." And I actually thought they were talking about, you know, the orange juice man with the hat, man from Del Monte. That's all. I, <laughs> that's all I had in my head. 
And I went, you know, Monty Don. I went, I've got no fucking idea who Monty Don was. And these sort of like semi-middle-class posh TV oh, people. I, I'd say Monty Don, Rob, is a, uh, has a stiff neck. Oh, yeah. I mean, I looked him up. Absolute stiff neck. Apparently went to Cambridge and became a gardener. I mean, is that a success or not? Well, Rose is in love with Monty Don. Of course she is. Of course she's in love she with loves, Monty. She's in love with you. She loves a stiff one. <laughs> Stiff neck, just to be very clear yeah, on that. Me, yeah, sorry, of course, yeah. Come no. on, a bit of respect. Yeah. Sorry, sorry, you're, you're, sorry. So, p- apologies, Rose. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't want to cast aspersions with you like a stiff one or not. This is between you and Josh. Um, but no, but I've looked about Monty Don does look like an absolute legend, but I'd never heard, I'd never heard of yeah. him. But he's just sort of yeah. a big a stiff neck posh guy and he does gardens. Yeah, well. But he's, you know, he's not in my realm, is he? No, no, but that's why that's why you're such a lovable scamp, Rob, because you don't know who Monty Don <laughs> I am is. A scamp. Me and Monty Don prowling the gardens of suburbia. What a show that'd be. So I'm gonna stop using my phone in the bedroom, Rob. That's yes. I'm now gonna do that for a week. But this is the other problem. Cause I spend the whole day when she's not a nursery, when I spend a day with my daughter, yeah. I try not to look at my phone, right? Yeah. Like too much. Within reason. So by the end of the day, yeah. I've got lots of stuff on my phone like oh, I've got a reply to that you know all that kind of stuff yes and then I basically spend the evening looking at my phone which can't be healthy no and I would say you do send for someone who's not looking at their phone with their daughter you have sent me a lot of screen grabs of other people's twitter with comments <laughs> for someone who's not looking at their phone you've been pretty creative with it that was a and nursery I... day that was a nursery day Rob <laughs> okay fair enough um but yeah no I, I agree and I think um, I'm at the screen time on a phone and I think because when you look at your phone it's like it's work it is entertainment and stuff like that where I think in the bedroom, even if you had like, even if you're on an iPad, you had like a documentary or something to watch that you wouldn't, I'll watch that for 20 minutes. If you can't get to sleep, do that. But the phone just associates with work and anxiety about stuff and, 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 and social media. So I think you're better off staying away from that. That's but, um, but yeah, anyway, I've been watching a great documentary, um, a Lance Armstrong one. He's such a lunatic. It's like Ted Bundy on a bike. <laughs> the bloke is just off for the fairies. It'd be great pop for this podcast. I'd love it. Get- I don't, I totally get I don't care what he's injected in his veins. Get him on for a chat. Exactly. Exactly. Same I juice up for this. Sometimes I have a couple of coffees. What's the difference? <laughs> exactly, Rob. You're using performance enhancing substances. Exactly. Coffee, blood transfusions. All I know is he's cycling quick and I'm talking quick. <laughs> and we're having a good time. I sometimes wear a yellow jersey to, to, to host this show. Just to... Do you think that's how we should do it? Uh, at the end of each episode, Michael should say who said the most jokes and they wear a yellow jersey for the next episode. I, I think that would be fun, but could develop into quite a toxic yeah, I don't think uh, be fun. relationship between yeah. me and you. Um, but, but I will wear a yellow jersey throughout the series of The Last Leg to see whether Adam and Alex notice. I think I will. That would be quite funny, just underneath your, what I'm going to guess is going to be a pale blue Oxford shirt, um, if I know How you on very dare you. <laughs> You sat there with your glasses on, a pale blue Oxford shirt, a pair of jeans and a pair of Adidas trainers, one tucked under the other leg. That is Whittacombe on TV. Whittacombe <laughs> on TV, which is a show I am trying to get away. Anyway. <laughs> um, I've got some other stuff. Have you got other things to talk about from no, your week? No, 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 no. Well, I wanted to double, I want to ask something. I've got a couple, some great Instagrams to get through. And also yep. I want to ask something about your opinion on this. Okay. Um, I've been getting a few comments on the school run about my clothes from other parents. I've been wearing sports shorts. Yeah, I wore sports shorts to the school run today, Rob. Yeah, I did. And a pair of like, you know, a T-shirt, a sporty jumper, and then some socks and trainers because I'm going to do sport today after yeah. um, the, like I've done some work this morning. Can I just say, uh, the amount of yes. times you're saying sport does make you feel like you're a six-year-old. 
<laughs> it's PE day today for me. Um, but is that okay? Is yeah, that allowed? I, I today, Rob, because I was like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get back on the exercise. Yeah, just not, not you know, just so you can squeeze into your bed, really. Just so I could squeeze into bed. Well, I want. I thought that's the way I'm gonna get some energy is to exercise and have a stiff neck breakfast. Also, as well, you're being mentally exhausted, but you're not yeah. really being physically exhausted with kids sometimes no, when they're exactly. newborns. Totally. So I went to the I went to the nursery run in shorts, trainers, and a hoodie, and then I ran back. Oh, I I ran back earlier because it was raining though. <laughs> which I it sort all of counts. Felt, it, it, it all, all counts. And you ran because yours is a bit further as well. How far is that run? A uh, mile and a half. That's good. Yeah. It's a good little one to do, and but I think that's okay. But like a few were like, "Oh, shorts," and I don't know. I don't never know what to say back. What's, what? What's their problem with shorts? I don't know. I think that's but, totally acceptable. Well, but once it was a bit cold, and then and then the geezer was like, he always wears a coat, and it's just and he's older. He's a grand, granddad, so he drops off his kid, and he's all like, "Oh, shorts," like "Oh, coat," and we have a bit of banter about that. And then, yeah. but it's but it's it's it's, it's not a stop and chat because he's he takes his kid a bit late. It's really weird. I am on so many different little schedules with other people, but for specific moments, like I know about 12 minutes past eight, I will go past that granddad with his kid. And we have, it is such a high pressured banter exchange. Oh. Because it's so quick. And I like him. He's a really nice bloke, but it's like, we can't get beyond the shorts. But then if I went, oh, I'm doing it. Oh, yeah, I'm doing a bit. It's gone. I can't explain why I'm wearing the sports shorts. <laughs> I just, I might just scream I'm doing sport at him before he speaks next time. I'm doing, why don't you run past him on the way with your daughter? Do you know what it is? I think it's not about the sports shorts. I think it's the fact that it might be too... Because it's early, about eight o'clock they're going. It is actually a little bit cold for jogging bombs, but I don't want to dirty a pair of jogging bombs to then later yeah. put on the shorts. I think it's totally acceptable. Now, okay. I, I don't want to throw out um, this kind of a... You know, I don't want to make generalisations about the sexes, Rob. Okay, go on. But I would say because that was different. I I like I do like to do that. You do like to do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah so you might enjoy this. Yeah, okay. Cool. Um, but I would say it's totally acceptable for a mum on the school run to maybe be in a pair of, you know, Lululemon <laughs> tights. And what not tight, you know, Lululemon. It's like a a trendy uh, kind of. God, um, she sounds like a stripper from Benidorm. <laughs> Like, but it's, know, oh, so it's like just like leggings for sports. Yeah, leggings a, for sport yeah, with gym, some sporty yeah. trainers yeah. and a vest top would be totally acceptable. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You would never, you wouldn't even think that that was. You just that, think they're going to do sport. Mom. Yeah, that's a sports mum. Yeah, but, but in tracksuit bombs, I do look a little bit like I'm going to tarmac a drive. Yeah, I don't think tracksuit bombs. But you don't want to wear tracksuit bombs for sport anyway, Rob. No, exactly. But then, but then, if it's a bit too cold for shorts, people go, "Oh, a bit cold for shorts." It might, yeah, but it's going to get warmer later, isn't it? That's how the day works. Why don't you get yourself some Lululemon leggings, Rob, <laughs> and a and a crop little top. vest top? Yeah, I might put my hair up in a put your hair up in a bun. in a messy bun. <laughs> in a messy go, bun. <laughs> can't stop. Off to Pilates. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, got yoga in a minute with Tabitha. <laughs> bye, babe. <laughs> On the subject of sports, I went to a sports show. This will make you feel better, Josh, because yeah. I know mine are like sleeping better because they're older now, but I totally lost control of them in Sports Direct the other weekend to the point where they didn't listen to a word I said and they were taking turns on one was going on all fours and the other one was riding them and then smacking their <laughs> bum with a badminton racket and there's nothing I could do. Absolutely nothing I, I could do. the five-year-old was on the but No, was the they, take, they take turns. The three-year-old's strong as an ox. Oh, okay. Um, Anyway, so they were taking turns doing that. 
totally losing control because the three-year-old does this football club and she loves it, but she's running around in like a pair of dinosaur boots with Velcro mm. on. So I saw a pair of AstroTurf trainers for her. Oh, and I know it's hard to get ones that small, but they had a size. So yeah. I'll get them and I've got a little football, right? Predators. So five, um, they were like Nike ones, but also Velcro. So there was no late. It was perfect. I was like, this is the dream. This is the exact pair of shoes I've been looking for for my kids to play football in, right? Yeah. Anyway, so as I'm doing them, the five-year-old goes, oh, can I get some football trainers as well? She hates football. I've taken a football about three times in three different ways. Hates playing it, hates watching it, has no interest in it whatsoever, okay? I was like, well, no, because you don't do it. She went, I want to go, I want to go. Anyway, now, I said, okay, I'll well, get them, and then you go football again with her friend, because her friend goes, and now she wants to go because her friend goes. Anyway, so I got the got both sets of trainers, both a football, came home. The three-year-old put them on straight away, running in the garden, playing, and has taken them to class on a Sunday. Five-year-old hasn't even got them out of the bag. Oh, Rob. Absolutely. But then I, 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 I couldn't be prepared to have that argument with them in the shop because yeah. she'd kick off and then it looks like I'm... She won't I'm kick sh- off. That's one of the problems. <laughs> she will. She will refuse to. <laughs> Absolutely refuse to. Pure strike. Start screaming scab at her sister. <laughs> but, she, but then I didn't want to be that person that got bought one of the girls something and the other one not something. But then I, luckily I got the bigger pair and then the younger one can just wear oh, them. Oh, yeah, older. that's I good. I felt like I was doing it wrong, but I couldn't. No, Rob, there comes a point when you have to go, is this battle worth fighting? Yes. and Do you know what it, I mean? Yeah, in, I know what you mean. sports direct, it's the same as the cot situation for me. Do you, know, do you know the best piece of financial advice my dad ever gave me, Rob? What was that? Was you will lose £1,000 a year to being you an idiot. Bitcoin. Oh, sorry. <laughs> You'll lose a thousand pounds a year to being an idiot. Like, yes, you just have to accept that. You just have to accept it and make your peace with it. Like, you lose something, or you'll yeah. scratch your car, or whatever. Or that, you get the wrong car. Yeah, or the parking fine, or yeah. all of these things will happen. But make your peace with it because that's that, so. That's such a great bit of advice. It's great, isn't it? Because you cannot be perfect. You can't no. always make the right decision at the right time. You know, if you book a holiday and it got, gets cancelled or you do this or do that or whatever, or you, you drop 20 quid in the street, you will at least lose a £1,000 a year to being an idiot. Yes. And that's okay. That's okay. That is what life is. And the moment you make your peace with that, it's much easier. Obviously, uh, you know, it's May and I'm, I'm closing in on £1,000, so I'm going to have to have a very, a very tight second half of the year. You're going to really have to get your head on. <laughs> really have to concentrate on not being an idiot oh dear Uh, do you want some instagrams josh yeah let's have some instagrams right so first um first things first you know i spoke about hamsters having massive bollocks yeah this one's good one for the uh instagram content okay is it gonna get us taken down um, I don't know. I don't know what the, the rules are on hamster pornography. Um, <laughs> no. I wouldn't call it pornography, just sort of just yeah. a kink. Um, hi, just listen to episode 34 uh, of series two. Very, <laughs> I, don't, I mean, I, I didn't really know we numbered them until this has come in. Uh, yeah. Rob, you mentioned that all boy hamsters have big balls. I thought I'd share a picture of my 10-year-old daughter's hamster, Snickers. He uses his balls as a pillow, and he does. I can send you this to you, Josh. Would you like to see do, do, yeah. do you want to see this, Josh? Yeah, I do want to see this. He uses it's... his balls as a pillow. Oh, my God. Uh, it oh looks quite comfy, doesn't it? Yeah. God, do yeah. you remember? I don't know. Did you used to read Viz, Rob? Uh, no, I didn't. It's a sort of. A, I read the Beano yeah. for a bit. Th- there was a character in Viz called Buster Gonad who had huge balls, and he looks what? a bit like that, that, that what was the, hamster. What was the one the Bass Street Kid, Pug? Was Pug in the Bass Street Kid? Is that yeah. a thing? Have I made that up? Yeah, was that, was what was thing. that in the Beano? That was in the Beano. Viz was more of a grown-ups thing. Yeah, I think that basically you got to be, you know, and then you either decided to be a virgin and read Viz or an absolute legend and play football. 
<laughs> I, uh, I did both. <laughs> Have you got any more Instagrams? Yeah, mate. Uh, um, C-section soundtrack. Um, hi, guys. Thanks for the podcast. Made me laugh through the last few months of pregnancy and my first year of my daughter's life. Josh mentioned his hospital. I did a chilled playlist for their C-section. I thought I'd share my NHS experience of this. Um, I think you can have your own playlist whether you go private or NHS. Yeah. Um, just before my emergency C-section, the nurse asked if I wanted them to keep the radio on. I didn't really give it much thought at the time and said, yes, it was fine. Big mistake. My daughter's born to the local radio station playing shaggies it wasn't me <laughs> really put the nail in the coffin for the serene candle lit birthing pool experience i had in mind katie from brighton i uh, love that um that's amazing yeah we didn't get the option when it was an emergency the first time around if it's an emergency who gives a shit if the radio's on or not if it's an emergency go could you wait 20 minutes because scott mills is on i do like his show so <laughs> yeah chris stark's gonna spit on a pop star <laughs> in what we like to call the covid game um, hi, Josh. Patient Rob- Zero. <laughs> Patient Zero was Chris Stark gobbing <laughs> on people after an innuendo, pumped into a dry studio from the master puppeteer Mills. Um, I think that could be a Daily Mail headline writer. Uh, hi, Josh and Rob. Firstly, a massive congratulations to Josh and Rose on the birth of their little boy. These first few weeks go so fast. Make sure you take lots of photos and video. <laughs> Would you like to count out? They, they don't go fast, Josh. Is that what you're saying? Uh, do you know what? They go a lot faster the second time because we've done two weeks tomorrow. Yes. And I remember the first time. Um, I, I vividly remember people saying, which is, of course, complete rubbish. They were like, it gets much easier at six weeks. And I yeah. vividly remember thinking six weeks felt like forever away. Whereas now... It really does go much quicker the second it time does. around. And also as well, you're more confident, aren't you, I suppose. She says, take loads of photos and videos. Um, and I would second that because, uh, one, they grow quick and they, their faces change so much. But also, you do not have as many photos of the second baby. Yeah, And they will point. notice that as yes, we are getting told when she goes, well, are there no pictures of me on the wall? I was like, because there was two of you and we had no time to get any developed. <laughs> that's why. Yes. Yeah, um, that's a good point. Anyway, uh, on my C-section playlist story, I thought I'd share what my husband deemed a good first song. As I nervously sat very still, waiting a huge needle to be inserted in my spine, on comes, as loud as possible, 21 Seconds by So Solid Crew. Oh, wow. Um, Yes, please. Embarrassed and gobsmacked, I screamed at the top of my lungs, are you fucking kidding me? (laughs) (laughs) It wasn't all bad. My son was born to an Ed Sheeran song, the same I walked down the aisle to. So, well, um, there's, you know, yeah. can't listen to opinion yeah. here in if this anything, house, but there we go. I'm, I'm more so solid than this. <laughs> 21 seconds ago, hopefully a fucking Sheeran, and then we get a proper song on. All jokes aside, though, he has had a kid. And if you want to come on here, Ed, we're yeah, absolutely yeah. open arms uh, yeah. to that. You've got an album coming out. You might want a bit of promo. Exactly. Anyway, can't wait to read both of your books. Oh, we've got books out, if anyone didn't oh, yeah. know. You know, all this free content. Last week, we had the most listeners ever for yeah. our podcast. Yes, so, we did. Um, yeah, really pleased about that. Um, let's see whether the bin anecdote gets us back up there this week. But Let's convert those listeners to book purchasers. This is all free content. Why exactly. not go out and buy our books? Just do um, it. And Sarah said, um, and please have more children to keep the podcast going. It's not for the want of trying, Sarah. Lou, are you listening? Okay. Um, <laughs> that's, that was a joke about lack of say. Okay. Um, can you do you know this- what? This week, Rob, I've had the conversation I've had. I'd yep. say this is the shows the up and down of the week. I'd say 10 times this week, we've had the conversation of this is amazing. We should definitely have three. 
and 10 times we've had the conversation. Thank God this is the last time we ever do this. We have to remember this moment and not have a third one. <laughs> yeah, but I would, I would like you to have more. I'd like you to have more, Rob. Yeah, I know, but, you know, you know well, let's see, let's see what happens with the f- listening figures. If they drop off, <laughs> Lou, let's go to fucking yeah. work. It, it's, this house earns money, not me or you. The house earns money. Start getting the kids on there. Get them to 18. Do you want to have a kid? Do you want to do the swing to the grandparent parent in hell? That'd be quite good, wouldn't it? Um, oh, this is a good one. This is please keep it anonymous. Hi guys, love the podcast. Congratulations, Josh, on your newborn. Just listened to your Ian Sterling episode, and he mentioned about probably one day leaving the baby somewhere. Well, this has just reminded me of a story from work. We are an estate agents where one of my colleagues was doing viewings with a couple. They had just been on a viewing with the couple, and they've got a new baby. Had been on a viewing and, and had made their way to the next house, and they'd driven to the next house when the mum screams and says, "Where's the baby?" Baby. It turns out that they had left the baby in the car seat in the middle of the living room in the first house. Oh my god! That they previously moved. <laughs> oh wow! Oh, as you can imagine, that was probably the worst ten minutes of the new parents' life. Oh my god! That's amazing. happy to report the baby was still sleeping when they arrived and was none the wiser. Just the vision of that empty house, but for the baby in the seat. Also, look, even if the baby weren't sleeping and was screaming, you'd have, you'd always end that story with. Yeah, the baby was sleeping. Don't worry. <laughs> imagine yeah. if, imagine if you'd put your house on the market, and you, you have to go out, don't you? Because the estate agent shows them round. Oh yeah. And then you get back, and there in the middle of your sitting room is an asleep baby in a chair. Going, these house buyers are getting younger and younger. <laughs> what is it? YouTube, Bitcoin, Daddy's money. Disgusting. The overtime I did for this deposit on this flat that I bought for seven grand in 1972. <laughs> Um, right, um, should we do small business shout outs? Yeah. There we it's go. It's been a very fun morning. Just got an email from Uber. You're going to love this. Am I Uber? What on earth could you say? <laughs> what on earth could it say? Um, let's delete that. Um, here we go. Small business shout I thought you were doing Uber for your small business <laughs> oh, shout Oh, no. Fuck those guys. <laughs> <laughs> Little car company, guys. Um, oh, here we go. Hey, guys. Firstly, podcast is fantastic. I have four kids and can really relate to what you guys talk about, and it's a great listen to while I'm washing windows. I heard on your podcast that you're doing shout-outs for small businesses. I've just started on my own doing window cleaning in the West Sussex area. Could I ask for a shout-out for my business? Clearview Window Cleaning on my website, clearviewwc.co.uk. If you can, that would be great. If you if you need your windows cleaned, I'm just down near Brighton in Burgess Hill. I'll be happy to drive to London and give you a free window clean. Um, I do actually need my windows cleaned, Ben, but I don't want to force you to do that drive every week or however often you have them. But my windows are disgusting. Yeah, um, you guys are doing a great job with your podcast. Keep it up. Kind regards and thanks, Ben. Clear view window cleaning. So if you need your windows cleaned or washed, as you said earlier, I don't know what the difference is. Um, then and you're in Brighton, <laughs> Burgess Hill Way, Romesh. I know you're that way. If you need your windows, cleaned, come on, clear. Romesh, cough up the bloody greenbacks. Come on, Romesh, with clear. his forty-five thousand windows, I imagine he's got by now. Oh, he's he's never in his fucking house to look for them. That's why he don't get them clean. <laughs> he'll he'll get them done at Television Centre. <laughs> That's his house. Clearviewwc.co.uk. Good luck, Ben. And um, yeah, I do need my windows clean if anyone knows anywhere in the Bromley area. Okay. Also, now, no one's come back in contact about why my barbecue nearly exploded when it all froze over, if anyone's got any heads up on that. Um, Josh, if that's the sw- first time that's ever happened, Rob. 
Oh, then God. that is worrying. If no one's got in contact, well, do maybe get in I'm touch. I'm a superhero and I've got like, I'm like Elsa oh and I can God, freeze stuff and I'm just finding out. You know, at the beginning of a film, yeah. they do that little sort of montage of moments when it really, like when Spider-Man sort of jumps and he goes really high and he's like, why have I gone so high? If you are a superhero, Rob, yeah. I mean this, please don't quit the podcast. I need this. Well, I always thought actually, which really showed my lack of ambition as a youngster. When I worked in Sainsbury's at 16, stuck in shelves, mm. I was like, and I was on £3.61 an hour. I would be like, oh, wouldn't it be great if I was like Superman? I was really fast because I could come here and I could basically put all the yogurts out in about 20 minutes and still get paid for eight hours. What a terrible (laughs) use of superpowers. (laughs) I had an opposite. When I used to work in the local pub, Rob, bringing the logs in from the log shed. (laughs) Of course you did, in the fucking Shire, wherever it was you grew up. Yeah. (laughs) So it would be two hours work a week. One hour on Wednesday, one hour on... Because they had open log fires and they had a log shed. But they gave me an hour's work on a Wednesday, hour on a Saturday. Yeah. And it was a maximum of 15 minutes work. <laughs> so, but I needed to string it out over an hour. So I just, it was the opposite of your yogurt plan. I was just trying to slow, do it more slowly. Oh. I just sit in a log shed for 45 minutes, pre-phone, and just <laughs> stare. <laughs> pre-phone, just sat. I remember pre-phone, I used to have a shit read in the back of shampoo bottles. Yeah. I mean, imagine what it was like. Getting on a train pre-phone. Anyway, we'll come to that on Friday. Yeah, Sh- yeah. Shall I do a quick... Hi, Rob and Josh. I'm a massive fan of the show. Two children aged three and four. And I absolutely love listening to all the lockdown tales from so many different people. It's lifted my spirits and reminded me of the positives that have come out of lockdown. One of which is that my little business has been able to help out lots of parents struggling to get their children reading or to find brilliant books that their children will love. My business is called Chestnut Books. I create bespoke one-off and subscription boxes of books for children based on their age, interests, and ability. The boxes are suitable for children 0 to 12. I was a teacher for 11 years but left the profession after having my second child spend time at home with them, and this business has given me something to focus on. The website is www.chestnutbooks.co.uk and at chestnutbookboxes on Instagram. Fucking hell, I'm tired. Thank you to Julia for that. I can think of two books that would be really good to put in a box. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That old, um, your one, 90s television. Watching Neighbours Twice, is it called? Watching Neighbours Twice a Day. Growing up in the middle of nowhere in the 90s, watching too much television. And Rob Beckett's A Class Act. Oh, so I've got another small business shout out. This is from the street dogs of Europe that are saying, we're trying to raise some money to help support the middle-aged stiffnecks that keep sending us dog food. We're absolutely fine. The bins are overflowing. Um, And that's from some street dogs. Some street dogs. Didn't someone shout that at you this week? Yeah, someone went, mother street dog out of a van which is probably one of the best heckles i've ever had yeah um thanks for listening we've got another great interview on friday we've got abby clancy presenter and model wife of peter crouch a previous guest so she's spilling all the beans about the crouch clancy clan she's also a podcast mega fan it turned out well yeah but she'd never listened to podcasts before until she had a long journey and she said she was a bit nervous because I think it was the first time she travelled after lockdown and her brother I think said oh listen to this you'll like it and she absolutely smashed through all the episodes and she's a big fan now and if you are I I, I would I, I think we should push more people to um get their friends and family involved yeah. in this because there's so many people 
I know that I've recommended podcasts to because they'll enjoy it. And a lot of people don't realize how you set it up. So if you have got older or less technology advanced friends and family, grab their phone and then download this podcast and subscribe to it and show them how to listen. And then we can sort of get more people involved in listening. It's been an absolute pleasure. Oh, it's been a, it's been lovely, hasn't it? Um, we'll see you on Friday. See you on Friday. Bye. Bye.